0: Welcome to the Daydon Tolbert Show. I am your host, Daydon Tolbert. It's good to be back live tonight uh, for our annual pre-Valentine's Day special. Uh, We've been doing this for, I think, about the last three or four years. And, um, you know, we we usually try to, if you notice, there's a little bit of a a pattern going on around the holidays. Um, You know, being one of the only shows around anywhere that specifically focuses on you know, helping women, uh, even more specifically black women, um, d- avoid many of the uncomfortable circumstances and situations that they often find themselves in. I've found that the holidays, whether it's Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, you know, those can often be some of the more lonely times, uh, the more painful times where, you know, there was a lot of drama, a lot of BS. So I, I tend to focus. Uh, my counseling uh, specials around that you know those holidays. I tend to um, you know do some shows uh, that speak directly to how to avoid some of the drama and, and the, even just the all-around BS. You know dealing with the deadbeats. Valentine's Day is one of those days that is notorious for for you know men that you're quote unquote dealing with being MIA, popping up, missing, um, playing games. You know and, and just you know that's something that nobody in my opinion, should have to deal with, and tonight we want to spend some time focusing on how to avoid being played on Valentine's Day. All right, I've counseled hundreds of women over the years, and I've heard tons and tons and tons of absolute horror stories um, just specifically uh, pertaining to Valentine's Day. So hopefully on tonight's show we can, um, you know, give some helpful information Um, share some stories, give some tips, uh, some feedback as far as how to avoid um, just uncomfortable circumstances associated with some of these holidays, uh, you know, specifically Valentine's Day this evening. Courtney is here with me tonight. I think uh, also, you know, she knows a little bit about um, Valentine's Day and, um, you know, not having it go the way that she would like. And, uh, uh, you know, I know she's going to share some realness with you guys on tonight. Courtney, what's going on with you?
1: Hey, I'm so excited about this show.
0: Okay. Well, why are you so excited, Courtney?
1: Because I've been playing on Valentine's Day. That's why.
0: Hey, <laughs> that's I mean, why. that's what it is. Excellent. Exactly. And so that's one of the reasons I like having Courtney here. I mean, just let me just say this, too. Over the years, um, or in the short amount of time, really the last couple of years, that Courtney's been the co-host of this show, I've gotten so many letters um, just thanking her. You know, I've gotten me. You know me. I get a lot of you know feedback just myself. But I've gotten – Feedback for Courtney and just saying, wow, thank you for adding her to the show. Um, she brings so much to the show. She she gives an unprecedented uh, amount of realness. That's like I mean, when I say unprecedented, I really mean that's never been heard in talk radio before. I mean, this level of honesty and and just sincerity as far as what she's done, that the situations that she specifically placed herself in. You know, not lying about anything, not, you know, trying to shield herself from, you know, uh, revealing the truth, but just, you know, making herself vulnerable to the world, I mean, that's that's really unprecedented in, in today's society, and I want you guys to really appreciate, you know, Courtney and, and what she brings, and, and so I just wanted to, you know, share that, because, I you know, a lot of times... You know, I don't want her or any of you guys to think that her efforts and her realness goes unnoticed because it definitely does not. Um, Courtney, I mean, just for people who may be unfamiliar with you, you know, why is it so important, and how do you even feel so comfortable being real, as real as you are?
1: That's been a journey. (laughs) That's really been a journey in and of itself because I haven't always been that way. But as I was saying before, I've just forgiven myself for basically being a hoe, (laughs) you know, like for putting myself in the situations I I have, I was able to see the bigger picture. You know, yes, it happened. Yes, it was unfortunate. But I realized that, you know, God has turned, you know, turned my life around and changed me. And so the least I could do is give back and share my stories. I'm not ashamed of it. And I, I think those that are going through that, they shouldn't be either.
0: Right. Absolutely. I mean, you said it. You know, one of the things I talk about a lot is, you know, me making myself the bad guy and, you know, sharing stories from my past that was not so godly, not a Christian, but just, you know, using and and, and abusing women and playing with emotions. And, you know, now I've, I've, you know, part of my healing process, part of my uh, retribution, if you will, is actually by helping women avoid You know, men like myself from back in the day You know, back from my college years My post-college years, you know And so that's what, um, you know, that's what we're going to do tonight Um couple things, shout out to everybody who tuned in to the last several shows. I mean, you guys know we kicked 2014 off with, you know, with some of the best shows in our 10-year history here. Um, we, most recently we did a classic special on on just reality TV. We spent a good amount of time talking about love and hip-hop, uh, talking about T.I. and Tiny, talking about marrying the game, the Kardashians. And just the. if you heard that show, you know, who would have thought that so many, you know, extra real issues and informative issues and life-changing issues even could be taken from, you know, some of these shows that have been labeled buffoonery and, 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 you know, childish and immature and just ghetto or whatever it is you want to call them. But you guys got to realize there's a lot of realness in those shows. You know, if a lot of people say, oh, that's, you know, that's whatever. No, it's not whatever. I speak, I you know, this is what I do for a living. You know, I, I counsel you know the Mimi's and the Josseline's and the um, you know Tinies and you know Kenya Moors. I mean, I've, how many Kenya Moors have you know you and I both you know counseled privately, uh, Courtney? So I mean, this is this is real life. So I would encourage anyone who may have uh, may have missed that show over the uh, last week, definitely check it out. Um, just in case you missed it, you know we did the post Grammy special. Um, you know, just so many so many uh, great shows we. um you know the perfect wife shout out to Marv uh who was a guest there and who helped us uh paint a picture of what it it looks like to be viewed as the best possible woman um uh, the the perfect or ideal wife of an elite man so uh definitely uh check out any of those shows if you missed if you know you're trying to get caught up just just pick a show any show and uh you know and just dive right into those to those archives You you know we've done some classic shows over the last week. Courtney, any thoughts on them?
1: Yeah, I mean, we have done some really great shows. My favorite one um, was uh, The Perfect Wife. That was a very, very good one. Um, I received a lot of feedback on that. A lot of ladies enjoyed it. And and really, after the show, you know, did some self-reflection, you know, and just of things, you know, they they could work on and improve on within themselves. So that was good.
0: Yeah, one of the things I wanted to talk about, I mean, we definitely want to get to Valentine's Day, but it's funny, you'll find how a lot of this stuff, you know, all ties into Valentine's Day. Um, You know, I was, um, I don't even know where to start. I mean, so many different things. We haven't been live since, what's today, Thursday? I think, what, Saturday night we were last live. And, you know, so obviously there's a lot to talk about. We've been giving you guys some classic uh, rebroadcasts over the last few days. uh, But it's back to get back, you know, time to get back to business Uh, One of the things I said the other night, though, um, just in in regards to the black community, you know, I was saying that, you know, it's a sad state of society when we as a people, we as a community would rather blame the school systems, okay? We'd rather blame the rich white man for our own shortcomings, our own mistakes, our own uh, failures as parents, all right, you know, uh and we have to start taking responsibility for the lack of education you know because you know a lot of this stuff all ties in to what to valentine's day to love to relationships to dating you know because what i've found in in many cases is that we as a people both men and women they they prioritize you know finding love finding happiness finding a husband finding a wife you know they they prioritize that ahead of you know, making sure that their kids are taken care of. If you guys heard our show on, um, you know, how to avoid having a train ran on you, being targeted in that manner, you know, we, we you, and, you, know, you me and Marv were able to share stories where, you know, women getting trains ran on them, you know, with their sons sleep in the bedroom, daughters sleep, you know, in the other room. I mean, just totally neglecting children, um, putting, you know, their their own sexual desires, emotional desires ahead of those of their kids. And one of the things I said, online is that uh I said that we as a people we come from our history you know we come from kings you know I don't know if you guys know how much you know how well you know your history but that's our ancestry that's our history we come from kings and queens you know what I'm saying we come from rulers you know back in Africa you know who who relied on no one except those others that were a part of the village okay to raise and educate their loved ones all right, that's our history, and I said that it's a shame that in two thousand and fourteen times have changed so drastically than they were i mean you I mean forget back in you know a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, I'm talking about you know fifty years ago, times have changed from thirty years ago I mean you look at you know the new you know role model, the new icons. I mean, we're talking about women who have absolutely no respect for their bodies. We're looking at the Olivia Popes, the Jocelyn's, the Being Mary Janes. I mean, these are all people, you know, who, who are the most identifiable, the most recognizable, Tahiri, you know, people with absolutely no respect for themselves. You know, and these are the people who are being idolized and put up on pedestals. And then we and then as we come back to you know, we look at the state of love, the state of black relationships, and we look at how to avoid being played on Valentine's Day. Well, if think about it, if you're a man who's seeking out someone to play, you're a man who's seeking out someone to uh, take advantage of. Well, that's not a hard target. You're not a hard target if you're if you love Beyonce. You're not a hard target if you love if you watch Being Mary Jane and be like, oh wow, I want to live vicariously through her so I can get smashed off by Amari Hardwick. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is not this is not. Uh, You know, any type of uh, classy or respectable way of life And you can't expect a godly man The best man with the best intentions To take you seriously and to treat you in a respectable manner If you clearly don't respect yourself by idolizing whores You know, hoes You know, women who are going to be eternal jump-offs Women who prance around stage practically butt-naked Women who sleep with married men's husbands the two most recognizable black women on network television today are adulterous whores. Does that not tell you anything, guys? That doesn't ring a bell. Like That doesn't like resonate that there's an agenda out here to separate the black community? The two, understand what I'm saying. Back in the day, we had the Cliff Huxtable and the Claire Huxtables. You had a different world. You had. I mean, I could go down the list and name all types of black shows. But now all there there are no positive images of black family. The, you know, I mean that, that's that's a problem, and not only is it a problem, it's it's not. I'm not talking people, and that's another thing. Real quick, just to just to kind of make this last point, the problem is not because we as a people have been you know uh, brainwashed into you know blaming the rich white producers, the blaming the networks. But it's not the network's fault. They're not making us watch. This isn't slavery. People love, they look forward to watching Be being Mary Jane. They look forward to watching Scandal. They can't wait for love and hip-hop for Real Housewives of Atlanta. This is us. You can't, at some point, you can't blame, you know, the, 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 the slave masters if you are the house nigger. You feel what I'm saying? Like, if, you, if you're Samuel L. Jackson in Django, you can't really, how mad can you really be? Because you're going along with the program. You're going along with the agenda. This is modern day slavery. It's the trickery. It's the, you know what I'm saying? And as we tie it back in, you can't then say, well, I'm sick of these niggas on Valentine's Day. I'm sick of them playing games. Well, where's your mentality at? I'm just, you know, and you know, we can talk about this more, and we will talk about it more. But these are the types of things because everybody wants to. Talk, oh yeah, what about these men? What about these? Yeah, well, I'm talking about the men. I'm talking about what's going on in the minds of these men and why they target the types of women that they target. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna be targeted if your mind is not right. If you ain't about nothing, you're gonna be treated like you're nothing. What are your thoughts on that, Courtney? Because you know me, I go in all day. <laughs>
1: I mean everything you said is true. I mean it, it does. It starts with you, you know, because I think a lot of women have, you know, this this miscon excuse me misconception that all men are dogs and all men are players and that's just how it's going to be. But that's not true, you know. Because the funny part is, you know, those same men that are you know dogging you out and just treating you bad, you know, are treating other women like Queen. So it really does start with you and what you're putting out there. What type of vibe are you putting out there? You know, where are you emotionally? It's so many factors, you know, that play into why you attracted the man in the first place. And you have to look in the mirror. Right. It's
0: funny. Um, and that, I think that's key is looking in the mirror. I was actually watching randomly. Um, I don't even watch this, but uh, Arsenio Hall was on the other night. And he's a real funny dude. I mean, I just can't wait for him to come out the closet. I mean, that's a foregoing conclusion. I mean, he'll probably be the next major when, you know, uh, come on, man, don't even get me started on this guy. But, I mean, seriously. I'm, I promise. I mean, what, are you expecting that any day now?
1: Uh, I don't know. I guess at this point, since everybody else is gay, yeah, why not? Because that's been a rumor for the longest, so. Who knows?
0: Listen, guys, (laughs) y'all really have to, listen, let me just put this out there. I am not afraid of homosexuals, okay? All right, I'm not that guy, and I'm even more so not afraid of people who support homosexuality. I'm not that guy. People say, whoa, you you speak about homosexuality a lot, like, whoa, aren't you worried about offending people? I said, no, I said, I'm more worried about offending God you know what i'm saying i'm more offend, i'm more concerned with pleasing god and speaking about the things that he speaks about in the word so no i could i could care less about you know people's feelings and and you know oh who are you to judge it has nothing to do with judging we talked about this is what the word says obviously n- no sin is tolerated by god homosexuality is a sin people say what about the other sins and i say yeah what about them we can talk about them but let's not exclude the sin of homosexuality because let's not it is a sin And we're going to talk about it. I talk about all sins if you listen to this show. So I just want to put that out there for the newer listeners. Uh, And so, you know, that being said, you know, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk. We're going to point it out when we see it. We're not going to celebrate it. You look at people like Michelle Obama and and Barack Obama and, and other celebrities who, who you know, make you know specific phone calls. To people when they come out of the closet, I'm just like, what? I mean, what, what are you talking about? you like, what? You get a, pre- a call from the president just for coming out as a homosexual? I'm like, what kind of crap is that? What kind of Christian is that? You know what I mean? What kind of Christian celebrates sin? That's amazing to me. You know, that's crazy. But anyway, I was watch- <laughs> Back to my original point, though, I was watching um, Arsenio Hall the other night, and Gabrielle Union was a guest and um it was very interesting obviously you guys know she's been in the news uh lately in regards to um you know her uh Dwayne Wade having a baby outside of the relationship her um i believe she's pregnant now is she's pregnant right they just announced that right
1: i think so i don't keep up with her to be honest i i,
0: I could i could be wrong don't quote. i believe she did announce that she's having a baby uh they're having a baby uh you know the next couple this next year or whatever but um what i what caught my attention was was she was speaking about how to maintain a successful relationship <laughs> which was actually um quite comical to me to be honest with you and she was on there talking about some things to do some things not to do and one of her main things was talking about how um you know she she has her own money and she's just going to go ahead and um get this you know prenuptial agreement signed and i was just like wow i mean really you know what i'm saying like you know here you are you know asking god to bless your marriage but you're going into it saying hey look I, you know we have i have my own money i don't trust god i don't trust god to do what he said he was going to do to bless me with love unconditional love so we're going to have this contract that says if you don't Bless us eternally And make this Till death do us part We're going to have A backup plan In the event that We end up being divorced So really it's not Going to end up being Till death do us part And it's actually Kind of ridiculous That she It was ridiculous But it's not hard To understand Why she was Um cheated on. It's not hard to understand why Dwayne Wade went outside of the marriage. Because when you're that type of woman who's already thinking about the end, who's already thinking about the divorce, it doesn't make sense to think that a man is going to trust you with his anything, but certainly not trust you with his heart. And and when a man can't trust you with his heart, then he's definitely going to seek outside uh, influences to substitute what he really wants, which is that unconditional love. We've done n- numerous shows on the real reasons why men cheat. Just Google why men cheat on the De on Tolbert show. You'll see at least five or six classic shows from over the last seven, eight years. Google most recently our special on how to avoid being cheated on. Classic show right there. You know what I'm saying? And these are the types of shows, you know, the Dayton Tolbert shows. We're not like this. Ain't your local urban radio station. This is life changing stuff right here. These, that's why I say real radio that matters. This actually will help you. This will change your life. This will avoid help you avoid being cheated on. Tonight's show will help you avoid dealing with liars, dealing with dogs. This will help you for, or excuse me, or I should say, yeah, help you avoid having a date with Judge Judy or Judge Maybelline or whoever at divorce court. You see what I'm saying? Like, this is the stuff that actually will help you. You know what I'm saying? This, and and Gabrielle Union is a great example. I mean, I was just watching it like, wow. It's not surprising in a relationship with having unprotected sex with someone who is having unprotected sex with other women. You feel what I'm saying? And, li- and just listen to her interviews. Liz- she has that false sense of security, that false sense of pride. She's sitting up on the couch quoting Beyonce, talking about surfboard, sur- surfboard, you dirty, mm. you know what I'm saying? You, I mean, listen, he, he just had another chick surfboarding all over him. You know what I mean? It's, listen, this, there are wives. There's, you know, you saw Bill Bellamy in How to Be a Player. You feel what I'm saying? Like he had that Lark Voorhees type of beautiful woman, the the status symbol, the trophy wife, but then he had his freaks too. You know what I'm saying? Let's just be real about it. Gabrielle Union, that that's she's the, the media wife. She's the woman, the wifey. She's, you know, who everyone associates with. She's going to be the mother of his kid or one of the mothers of his kids. But trust and believe there are women out there that he's smashing off on the low to, to fulfill that desire, and I'm just telling y'all ladies, I sell this to say, if you don't, if you don't, yeah, you might have him on Valentine's Day, okay, or maybe Valentine's Day night, but what's he doing Valentine's Day earlier on? What's he doing the next day? What's he doing Saturday night? Forget, yeah, he's with you Friday, but where's he at Sunday afternoon? And if you want to avoid that, you listen to these, these shows that we do. You listen to these topics that we talk about. I'm not sitting up here making excuses for Dwayne Wade. Not at all. I don't condone cheating. I don't condone adultery. But at the same time, I, as a man, I do understand why it, ha- why it happens. I can help you avoid it from happening to you. If you don't want to be sitting at home and your man, you saying, where are you at? And he's texting you, oh, I'm over playing PlayStation. He ain't playing PlayStation. Okay, he's smashing somebody off, and he will come home and have sex with you, give you a kiss, good night, and act like it's all good. It ain't all good when that STD test comes back with an unpleasant result, unfavorable result. You know a little something about that, Courtney. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and it, it shouldn't have to be like that. Like you said, you shouldn't have to find that out the hard way. That you know they've been having sex with other people the entire time. I just think that um you know, you just have to learn to, you know, trust your your gut, trust your, you know, intuition, the holy spirit, whatever you, whatever word you want to use phrase. I mean, you need to trust it cuz the signs are there and it's like you know, but like Gabrielle Union, like a lot of women, they want to live in a fantasy world. You have to get out of that.
0: Right. The irony about her and her situation is that I mean, she she plays the type of, and I have never seen this show. I, I don't, you know, I me. Mean, I, if I see something, I'll tell you. If I haven't, I have I have not watched one episode. I plan on it just to be able to speak intelligently uh, intelligently about it. But just the premise, you know what I'm saying? I mean, she plays an adulterer. She plays a whore. She plays a jump off. I mean, what else do you need to know? I mean, there's no rationalization. There's no justification. You know what I mean? That's what it is. So all I'm saying is the irony is that she plays in on TV the type of woman who's having sex with Dwayne Wade. I mean, if there was ever an example of irony, I mean that that would definitely be it right there. All Right. So you know, and just I, I just I'm saying all this. I don't have any issue with Gabrielle Union personally. I don't know her. But I'm just saying, if and, and understand why I do these things. This show is for you. It's not to bash them. It's not. To, I don't. I could care less about them. This is for you guys, so you don't become Gabrielle Union. I've counseled hundreds of Gabrielle Unions. Make no mistake about that. Many of you are the gab. You are the the trophy wife. You are you know wifey. That's your position. You've got that guy. But what you may or may not know. Is what he does in his extra, extracurricular time, you know what I'm saying? His spare time, he's out there smashing somebody. He's got a being Mary Jane. Y'all like be, being Mary Jane, but your man has a being Mary Jane. All right, that's what you don't want to do. Speaking about, like I said on um, uh, what was it last? What was that Monday night where there was the uh, Love and Hip Hop reunion? Some people asked me to touch on, you know, part two of the reunion. We talked about part one, and Couple interesting things that I found. You know, we we spent a good a good deal of time talking about the uh, uh, Peter Guns and, and and Tara situation. One of the, I'll say this, I, and I I've got to say this because I, I keep it honest. I've spent a lot of time talking about the level of fakeness of the show. While I believe and even that was confirmed, to be honest with you, it was confirmed to a certain extent on, on the reunion that, you know, a lot of it was scripted, um, it was, you know, done with a purpose, you know, we're going to create this, you know, this, this this threesome, this controversy, this scandal, this drama, you know, surrounding Tara and Amina, and that's going to be the, the storyline for Love It. I mean, it's all orchestrated, you know what I mean? It's all scripted, that was what they intended to do, but, you know, honestly, you know, I, I'm not justifying his actions, but there is some truth to that um and you when when you saw peter guns you know when you saw those tears like that was real tears like you you know as a man you know i'm not going to say men can't fake cry but you know i know a little bit about peter guns and you know that was those were some real tears you know what i'm saying and there were there are some real feelings there and even though a lot of the stuff is scripted i respected uh him coming forward and and stepping up and being a man and apologizing to her you know apologizing to tar because even though he knows what he did was wrong even though he knows that it was not cool um you know and he pro, you know he's not Ready or even willing to wanting to you know be with her and be the type of man that she wants or needs. He's just you know he stepped up and he and he took responsibility and said, look, I apologize for for one first of all for treating you the way I did, but then two, you know telling you or having you find out about this other baby you know on national TV and uh, you know even in the presence of Amina, just kind of you know telling her to step off, and you could tell like that's some real feelings and. There's a lot that I could say about just that situation that we haven't said before. I'll probably save it for another show. But one thing I will say is that a lot of times, you know, men—and this is important for you ladies to understand—just in regards, you know, to Valentine's Day, there are a lot. Because a lot of times, you, you know, you only when you're in in the midst of something not so good, it, it's very easy to 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 only see it from your perspective. But a lot of times, what you don't see is from his perspective you know and he he said he said on a number of occasions I don't know if you guys caught it he said look I really you're the one I really want to be with you know what I'm saying and I don't know if y'all caught that but he's told you on a number of occasions not justified his cheating cuz he's been a man and, and and has admitted it but he's explained his cheating he said exactly the Same things we talk about here on this show About her nagging About the lack of trust About just the so many different things That she's done And he wasn't blaming her and I'm not blaming her But he he just explained why it happened Okay And I'm telling y'all straight up If you don't want to be Tara If you don't want to be Gary Union, If you don't want to be some of these other people You know That are currently being cheated on with somebody else. There are specific reasons why men cheat. There are specific reasons why he will be in a relationship with you, why he will, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. There's specific reasons. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, and it doesn't have to happen. And I'm not saying you should even be with that person because that's a big part of tonight's show. You know what I'm saying? A big part of that show is talking about. Not so much, it's one, understanding what's going on, but then uh, understanding how to even avoid getting yourself even dealing with that person to begin with. Because a lot of times people focus so much on fixing their relationship, but it's not about fixing a bad relationship. It's about not getting into a bad relationship to begin with and being found by the man that God has for you. That's the most important thing. You see what I'm saying? Nobody should be worried about why he cheated on her. It should be why is she even, why did has she stayed for 13 years? That's the bigger problem. What are your thoughts on that, Courtney?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's so true. I mean, you brought up a lot of, of good points, you know, why she found herself in that situation for so long. Um, and, you know, what I will say is that, yeah, you know, the nagging and all of that, um, you know, the lack of trust, I, I'm sure you know that it, that played a role in why he cheated. But at the same time, just as a woman, I just you know want to think that yes, she was nagging, but I feel that it was for a reason, and it was something that she was unhappy with about him. And so, which is another reason she shouldn't have been with him in the first place. I just feel like it was a reason for that, for her behavior. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was a reason. I'm, it's always a reason.
0: There's a reason why she burned up his clothes and cut up his clothes. I mean, you know, aside from being psycho, there was, that came from a place of hurt. It came from anger, not really towards Peter Guns, but an anger as to wh- her within herself as to why she got there in the beginning and why she did not walk away prior, and why at that point she was still willing to get on top of him. You know what I'm saying? And surfboard, right? I mean that's cuz think about it she had sex with him after she cut up his clothes. Does that even make sense to do, Courtney?
1: No, but it happens.
0: It oh, happens. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. See, a lot of women don't see I mean cuz what happens is a lot of women will spend Valentine's Day tomorrow by themselves. Okay? But then Saturday night when the man is 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 has done what he's done, they will have the makeup sex. Okay? And there will be a lot of chlamydia passed around, a lot of herpes passed around because of that unprotected makeup sex. There's a lot of unprotected makeup sex that goes on, ladies. He's going to catch something tomorrow and give it to you Saturday night. These are the real issues that the black community needs to be talking about. This is where Tav- Tavis Smiley needs to talk about Michael Bazin, Steve Harvey. You know what I'm saying? All these guys out here talking about a bunch of nothing every day. Where? Why is nobody talking about the unprotected makeup sex that results in half of all new cases of HIV being had by black women? Maybe I, Let me say it a little slower. Half of all new cases of HIV involve a black woman. These are actual statistics by the CDC. Look them up. That is not from men on the DL. That is not from husbands. That is from post-Valentine's Day makeup sex. After he was MIA, after he turned into Wesley Snipes from Disappearing X and resurfaced Saturday night, Sunday afternoon with the sob story banging on your door with a box of chocolates that somebody gave him, you know what I'm saying, and you're going to take him back, coming to the door, with a frown on your face, sucking your teeth, but with some boy shorts on and a wife beater with no bra, talking about some where was you at? Knowing darn well you' about to let them smash. Do you know about the boy shorts and the wife beater with no bra? I mean, come on, let's be honest, ladies. Y'all, I've I've had it happen. That's why I'm telling you, I know what that's like. You show up, smashing somebody else off. You pop up, they, you know what I'm saying? But come to the door, butt naked, talking about some where you been at. You know what I mean? <laughs> How you gonna come to the door, butt naked with a frown on your face? You come to the door with, with, with a heart shaped teddy on, with a, with with, some, with a bunny, you know, uh, tail on it, talking about some, you know, I'm mad at you. You know where y'all even get that from? What's the cash register person say when you coming to the checkout with a bunny thong on? Oh, what the heck, where the heck you going? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, it's some freaks out here, man. Some straight freaks. Come on. What you, no, I ain't even going to ask you that, Courtney. Yeah, no. I'm not even going to go there. I'm not going to go there. But no, seriously, though. I mean, all jokes aside, I mean, this is, you know, this is what needs to be talked about. In fact, you know, just going back, there's such a this is such a good show. People give it a hard time, but there's so many lessons that can be learned from shows like this. I mean, because how often do you get a glimpse into the real situations in the black community? You know what I mean? It would be nice to be able to sit up on our high horse and be like, oh, no, that's them. That's how that, you know, but you guys got to realize if you're a classy woman, if you're a Christian woman even, if you're a celibate woman, you got to understand you are the minority. The black community is not positive. Yes, there are positive people in the black community, but the level of foolishness, the hoes, the pimps, the hustlers, those far outweigh, you know, the the, the classy and respectable people of the world, guys. I mean, the Bible confirms that. So let's not sit up here and act like, just because it's not your circle, don't sit here and act like the whole black community is positive and the minority is the foolishness. No, love and hip-hop is the majority. Real Housewives of Atlanta is the majority. Look at these statistics out here. 40% of black women, you know, have never been married. 70% of black women are single. So 70%, if you're talking about single women, there's a lot of being Mary James. There's a lot of housewives. There's a lot of Tahiris, a lot of Erica Minas, a lot of Rich dollars. That's that's what that 70%, you know, consists of. And then you have, look at this, the worst part about it all, man, I got chills down my back. I got, you know what I'm saying? I might even got a little choked up. I'm looking at the, the she comes out like it's a joke. Going to pull a, 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 a freaking, um Pregnancy test out her nasty bra, you know what I'm saying? Dirty chick gonna pull a, a pregnancy test out and throw it at the father of her children on national television. I mean, is that how you tell someone that you're gonna have a baby? That's how you tell your husband that you're gonna have a baby. I think about how my wife and I found out that we were gonna have our child. You know, she didn't pull a, a, a you know a nasty pregnancy test out her bra and throw it at me. That's disgusting. You know, what kind of relationship, I'm not blaming her, I'm not blaming him. I'm blaming the two of them collectively because the child is, is who's going to suffer. I mean, what kind of child, when they look back and Google, you know, what their parents were like, when they look back, you know, and look up on YouTube, you know, how they were found out that person was going to be conceived, they're going to cry. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be hurtful. See what you guys gotta realize, ninety percent I've got my own statistics, ninety percent of the hundreds of women that I've privately counseled have grown up without a father, okay, or in some form of broken home without You know, a mom and a dad who love each other. In fact, most of them grew up with some type of dissension, the father cheating on the mom, the dad being an alcoholic, mom being a hoe, a stripper, something crazy. I've seen 90, understand, I've been counseling for 10 years, 90% of the women have had those same experiences. How the heck do you think this little kid is going to grow up? What the heck is Blue Ivy going to end up like? What is Northwest going to end up like? We are making a mockery of parenting in the black community people think oh the baby's so cute but they don't think about the emotional issues that these kids are going to have as a result of being brought into these broken households these sinful godless households where people are just passionate about money and, and you know and all types of evil things you understand that I raised my daughter. I try to tell her to, you know, teach her to say her prayers before she goes to bed. You know, trying to minimize this, this ridiculous evil. These, these TV shows. You know, these, uh, you know, just, just trying to. We send her to a Christian school. You know, and but there's only so much you can do. I mean, they have to actually see it for themselves. It doesn't matter what you do for your kids. They are what they see is going to is going to be what resonates. You know with them as far as how they're going to be What kind of views they're going to have Does daddy love mommy You know does mommy love daddy You know the, the, How how does daddy treat mommy That's going to determine How that young little girl you know Views men That's going to determine what kind of woman she's going to be Based on what she sees Her mother settling for What she sees her mother Subjecting herself to that, Those will be I promise you be the same types of situations she subjects herself to at one point or another. I guarantee it. But then again, guys, many of you already know that though, because everything that I'm saying you can relate to. And so all I'm saying is, it starts with you. The change starts on Valentine's Day, as far as what you subject yourselves to. I mean, think about even if your mom's, you, you know, you gotta, you have to listen to me. If he's not around. Then, then, then he doesn't want you. Courtney, you gave some excellent advice earlier today. What was it?
1: Um, which Pretending to Valentine's
0: Day. Yeah, the, yeah, you've been oh. giving some great advice lately,
1: but the Valentine's <laughs> Day post. Okay. Yeah, so I was just saying that, you know, if your man is telling you, I shouldn't say your man, that's not what I said. I said if the man that you're dealing with tells you today that he has to work tomorrow, then he's not taking you seriously. And so if that's the case, then you need to walk away and be with a man that, you know, is not going to make excuses, a man that wants to be with you, one that won't make those, you know, type of excuses. It was very interesting, the responses to that.
0: Yeah, one of the things that, and I responded to it, I mean, one of the things I got to realize, and I asked a question, I posed a question of, you know, well, what if he actually genuinely has to work? Which will be, and I was kind of playing, you know, as they say, the devil's advocate, but I mean, you know, we, which is a very good question and a valid question, but, you know, I, I knew exactly where Courtney was coming from, and the reality is, is that most times, you know, it will be BS. Okay, I mean, Valentine's Day falls on a different uh, day every year. But, you know, I remember one time going years back, I traveled, you know, in a snowstorm just to be able to spend Valentine's Day with the young woman that I was dealing with at one point. I'm talking about wherever you are, whatever storm, we got a crazy storm. Like this type of weather, I was traveling, like in it, like at this time of night, just to be able to, you know, spend that time. So I'm saying, trust me. <clears throat> you know, nobody, where, unless he works like a 24-hour shift, I don't know what kind of job he has. But if he really wants to be with you, 90% of the time, you know, he'll be with you. You know, if he doesn't want to be with you, 90% of the time, it's going to be some form of it. He can't. I mean, think about it, ladies. Just think about it. I mean, be smart about it. I mean, he's not, I mean, you can't, as a man, say, well, okay, here it goes. I know we've been dealing with each other for about six months now. Valentine's Day is a day for love. However, I do have someone else that I've been dealing with for about two to three months, And I actually, when I decide, when I grow the balls to finally break up with you, most likely I will go into a relationship with her. So I have to make a decision, am I going to be with you or am I going to be with her? Obviously I can't be with both of you, so I'm actually choosing to be with her because she's probably going to be my future. He can't very well come out and say that to you, so most likely coming up with some type of BS excuse or, you know, having to work, or I got to help my mom shovel out her car, or any type of ridiculous excuse will do anything but the truth, which is I'm actually going to be having sex with someone else, you know, and then most likely coming back and having sex with you Saturday night. You know, that's not how it's going to go. He's not going to be able to say that. So it's up to you to be able to see through the lines, read between the lines, and see what's actually being said without him actually saying it. Excellent advice. I, you know, Courtney, i got to give you a hard time, but you know what I'm saying, that was good advice. What inspired it?
1: it what inspired it is uh, something that I went through. So, um, one of my experiences on Valentine's Day, and um, I was, I got the, well, you know, I don't know, you know, I may have to work, and, I'm not really sure at this point, and just all of that stuff. And he wound up actually spending Valentine's Day with me. In hindsight, looking back, I realized, just looking at that situation, that um, he was, you know, making excuses because he was trying to figure out which person he wanted to spend that day with.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, <clears throat> one of the things i got to realize is uh, a lot of – you know, one of the biggest misconceptions, and I'll be speaking about this in my new book, um, How to Win the Heart of an Elite Man in 365 Days or Less, coming out this summer. Um, one of the biggest misconceptions, in fact, I spent a lot of time talking about it in my two-disc CD, What Women Need to Know But Don't Want to Hear. Um, there's a whole section on it, in fact. Um, is, is men being accused of of being afraid of commitment? And what which I, which I have to realize, ladies, is that men are not afraid of commitment. They're afraid of committing to the wrong woman. And exactly what Courtney just said is what often happens. If you see that that inconsistency that you've become so pissed off about and so tired of, the inconsistency is because in his mind he hasn't made up his mind as far as what he wants to do, as far as how he wants to treat you. Sometimes, you know, when you're having a good day, it's like, you know, all right, yeah, I want to be with you. You know, you know, yeah, we might be able to have a future. Other days when you have that fight, it's like, oh, the hell with this. I'm done, I'm done, you know, and then he's MIA and you can't figure it out. Well, that's because on that day he's leaning more towards not being with you. And so it's it's a lot of times it's not afraid of commitment. It's not that he just doesn't want to commit. It's more so that he just doesn't know what he wants to do with you. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of times the inconsistency goes away when in his mind, all right, yeah, I'm gonna be with her. You know what I'm saying? And and when it's not right, it's because he's dealing with someone else, trying to make up his mind. And that's just what it is. I mean, it's no it's not rocket science, it's not it's not nearly as complicated as you ladies make it. Trust me on that. No, there's nothing complicated at all about dating or about relationships when a man loves you when a man wants to be with you it will be the most uncomplicated thing in the world and that's just what you know what I mean it I, that it will not i've been all week trying to plan something and try to you know see what you know i could do different you know for this year you know for uh for my wife and you know, just to you know, but I, mean, I do stuff all you know how it goes, but I'm just saying this i like I like Valentine's Day, and let me just say this on another note. let me just say this there listen, if you and I think I'll post this on Facebook, if you're one of those people, okay' because let's just be clear about it. I have never ever seen anyone who was happily married, who was happily engaged, happily in a committed relationship, in love, talking negatively about Valentine's Day. Never. No one on Facebook is talking that craziness. Don't put yourself out there. Don't make yourself look ridiculous by talking about, well, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day because if you love somebody, you should love them at 300. Come on, just cut the crap. (laughs) Cut the crap. Just stop it. You're single. Men and women, you're single. Just stop it. You sound crazy. You sound miserable. And that's what it is. It's misery. No one hates Valentine's Day. I mean, think about that. That is like the epitome of emotional unavailability. Only people who are emotionally unavailable, only people who are still dealing with past hurt, past pain and resentment and bitterness, you know, would ever have anything negative to say about a day that's specifically reserved for love. You don't have no problem celebrating Christmas. You know, I have no problem celebrating eating that turkey on Thanksgiving, but you want to single out Valentine's Day. Oh, that ain't a real holiday. Come on, just stop it. You know what I mean? It's a day for love. Just, you know, lighten up, you know, and and trust me, I've never met a man who who was dealing with a woman that just said, oh, I'm, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day. I'm just not going to do anything special. I mean, come on. I, me and my wife celebrate Valentine's Day. Every day I've been with her, we've ate at some of the finest restaurants in Philadelphia. We've taken trips. We've done some really nice things, flowers, all types of stuff. Come on, don't let's not play around here. When a man loves you, when a man sees a future with you, he's going to do some things for you. Don't don't believe the hype. I'm, t- I'm just telling you right now. We're talking about how to avoid getting played on Valentine's Day. Get your notepads out. If he's talking that craziness, oh, I don't celebrate that. No, he celebrates it, okay? He's just celebrating with somebody else, all right? Believe that. He doesn't celebrate it with you. He doesn't celebrate with women he's not going to have a future with, and and rightfully rightfully so. You know what I mean? I I learned a long time ago, taught me a lesson, and Marv knows about this lesson. We talked about this uh, last year sometime around this time, actually, Valentine's Day. A young woman, I, she was just, I mean, just absolutely gorgeous. Like, one of the most beautiful women that I've ever dated. Looked about 15 times better than Beyonce, you know. I mean, and I'm just saying that, not saying she's anybody special, because Beyonce looks like a broke-down crack whore, um as of late. But, you know, I mean, seriously, she does. But, you know what I mean, this woman was absolutely gorgeous. And, and because of that, it was just like, you know, I was young. You know, I didn't, I hadn't, you know, uh, reached that elite. No, I'm playing with you I'm just messing with y'all. You. you know, I don't use that term. You know what I mean? But I was kind of young, and I was like, I was captivated by her beauty. You know, I was like, whoa, got I'm dealing with a dime joint here. Like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna take her around, my whiner and da 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 da. You know, going out like, man, I might have spit. I got went to the corner store. You know, how they they got not the corner store. You know those um those street vendors you know, that got this stuff, you driving by, like, oh, what's that? You see, like, a big old teddy bear, you know, some flowers, a big old thing you throw in your trunk, costs like $30. You know, fellas know about that. You know, and ladies, if you've get, if you ever gotten one of those, that's where you got it from. I don't know. They don't sell those at no stores. I don't know where they, they the Jamaicans or something, they make them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Big old big old Valentine's. You can't go to Target and buy one of them things. I don't know where they get them from, man. But, uh, you know, I got one of those things drove all the way out to Jersey, uh, went out to uh uh went went out to dinner, I mean the check came to like one twenty five, so that's already the tolls, the gas out there, the stupid thing from the Jamaicans about, you know, another forty dollars, you know, uh went to the movies. After that, you know, spent another 50, 60 bucks at the stupid movies. Just ate. Chick talking about, oh, yeah, you going to get something to eat. Like, what the heck? You hungry, Chick? You just, you literally just ate. Like, the <laughs> bill, look, I still got the receipt in my pocket. It came to 120. I mean, how much more do you want? So we got that. I'm telling you, man, the bill. It literally came. I mean, the whole date was like like close to like two hundred fifty three hundred dollars. But you know, I wasn't impressed. That's when I was working at the bank, making six figure. I mean, I you know, I wasn't impressed. But it was just the fact I look back like wow, you know what I'm saying. And my my point is that you know, with a lot of men, um, they will do certain things for you, okay. Uh, but a lot of times, that's just for show. You see what I'm saying? Like I, I didn't. I knew I wasn't gonna be with that woman. I knew that I wasn't going to take her seriously. I mean, she, you know, and we can and we can talk about and have talked about just in different ways the reasons why I didn't view, it, you know, find her uh, to be desirable in that manner on a, on a wife level, certainly on a sexual level. I mean, this is someone who looked like Halle Berry, but better than Halle Berry. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know. And I'm just saying, ladies, looks are not everything. You can looks will only get you so far. Yeah, it might get you the forty dollar teddy bear from the corners, you know what I mean? But really what else have you have you gotten? Have you gotten his heart? No. You ever you ever got that, that the teddy bear from the Jamaicans on the corner, Courtney?
1: Um not that, but I've just had, you know, man do you know nice romantic things for me and I thought it was a big deal to the point where meaning where I thought that he viewed me as uh, a wife because he did those nice things for me. And then, I, you know, I found out later on um, that he was doing those same things with multiple women, you know, buying them things too. Like, yeah, he bought me a teddy bear, but then he bought these other chicks teddy bears. It was just, it was crazy, and it was all for show. It was just playing a role.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. That's
0: definitely how it goes. Um, so there's that. Uh, We did another classic show, Uh, what was that, I don't know, last week sometime on the difference between a boo and actually having a boyfriend. And, you know, this post is actually what inspired that whole show. I mean, I cannot stress the importance of listening to that show, if that's you know maybe one of the ones that you missed. Understand, guys, there is no night off here. There is no, let's just, I'll catch the next one. No, you miss a show. You miss a lot. You know what I mean? I'm just telling you, I get nothing from you listening. This show is not for, you, for me. This show is for you. You listening is not for me. Uh, this show has never been advertising-driven. It has never been ratings-driven. This show is specifically for you. Now, if we're talking counseling, hey, call 855-55-888, you know, what I mean? that's business. But this show is for you guys. And, you know, I'm just telling you, all that was a, one of those shows because there's a lot of women who are being, who have a boo, you know, are, who are being viewed as a booty call Jump Off. And, you know, those, that tomorrow is not for you. I think somebody came up with something. They said today is what, National Side Chicks Day or something? National Olivia Pope Day? Is that what they said, Courtney?
1: <laughs> I, was, I think it's just Side chick Day.
0: <laughs> right. That's what I mean, Olivia Pope Day.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what she yeah. is. Yeah. But listen, let's be clear about something, guys. Olivia Pope is a side chick. She is being viewed as nothing more than a hoe. Nothing more than a glorified booty call. <clears throat> I'm telling you, you have to understand that it's not a coincidence that uh, Grey's Anatomy and Scandal are written by a black woman, a single black woman. Okay, that is not a coincidence. Like when I found that out, that was not hard to believe because when you it reminds me of a lot of a Tyler Perry film. I mean, to be honest with you, because that same level of of um, just a lack of realness, okay, I mean, it It just is ridiculous to think that, you know, a, a man, like the whole situation, the whole Fitz and Olivia and, and people actually believing that in that situation he would leave his wife for her, I mean, that literally, I mean, they should do a movie together, Tyler Perry, and that's just not realistic, That's not how it works. How it really works is, yeah, she gets pulled into the electrical closet, gets smashed off, and then bang, bang, bang. But then, yeah, he goes back to his wife. That's where it's not all that lovey-dovey stuff. Booty calls are booty calls, and that's just what it is. And what's, what's happened is that a lot of women have seen these types of stories. They've seen these types of interactions and said, wow, oh, my goodness, Yeah, you know, I've had such bad luck, you know, with men over the years, so, you know, being a jump-off is the new relationship. Being the friends with benefits isn't. No, it's not. Being a jump-off, being a friend with benefits is being viewed as a whore. See, what a lot of women don't seem to understand is that there's only two ways that a man views a woman. It's either as a wife or a hoe. There is no, oh, let's just be friends. Let's just be, we have an arrangement. No, he's viewing you as a hoe. If he's not viewing you as a wife, then how else could he possibly view you? So, well, all I'm saying is, ladies, there's nothing positive about being Mary Jane. There's nothing positive about Olivia Pope. There's something very positive, though, about you know Claire Huxtable and, and Cliff Huxtable. You know Florida Evans and James Evans. That's what's real. You understand that even even Tisha Campbell and and Damon Wayans. On, on uh, what's the name? You know what I'm talking my about? My Wife and Kids.
2: My yeah, Wife my and wife Kids. And ki-
0: yeah, My Wife and Kids. That's, yo, On the Low, that's one of the best shows of all time, okay? For real, for real. I, 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 there was a time, I think, I don't know where I was working, but I used to come home every day and watch, you know, My Wife and Kids. I mean, that's actually a very, very, very underrated and, and just great show that really showed a, a positive, non-buffoonish, working, Successful black man, you know, and and a and a, a a good wife, a great wife. I mean, you know, and they were uh, with great parents who who raised their kids, you know, pretty well. I mean, that that's when, like, seriously, when I think of like positive black family shows, aside from the Cosby Show, like that, my wife and kids is like right up there, for real. For like, I don't know if y'all you know catch the reruns, but that's what real like families look like. Okay, that's my family. That's like, oh, you know, my 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 mom, my dad, my siblings. You know what I'm saying? You know, you look at my wife's mom, her dad, her her and her sister. I mean, you know, when you have that strong family, you know, it it really does great things for you. It it sets the bar. Why? Do, I mean, think about it. It really sets the bar high. You know, when you see something every day for your life growing up, and it's great and it's positive. Why would you want, why would you settle for anything less than that? I saw a great, you know, marriage between my mom and dad. Why would I settle for a jump off? My wife saw her mom and dad married, you know, her whole life. Why would she settle for just being being Mary Jane when you could actually be a wife? But if, you, if all you've ever had is losers, then you say, all right, well, maybe true love doesn't exist. Maybe I'll just have weekends. I want Wednesday nights to cuddle on Wednesday nights, but maybe I'll just settle for saturday Saturday nights because all men are dogs. Well, guess what, ladies? All men are not dogs, okay. All men are not dogs, and if you want true love, if you want to be found by that 10% that the Bible speaks of, of true men that are really all about God, you, that's where, you know, when, when I post these, these uh, advertisements, when Courtney posts these advertisements, you don't have to give the thumbs up. I don't need any thumbs up, but just call the number, <clears throat> and, and I salute. I give a shout-out to all the women, because what y'all don't realize, you may see me post something. You may see Courtney post something. It may not give a thumbs-up. I can only speak for myself. Actually, I can speak for Courtney because I know the whole situation. But you guys got to understand, at least, minimum, every time I post one of those advertisements, at, at least one person inboxes, at least one person calls that 800 number. Every single time. Understand that. You know, And that's been very consistent. Courtney can attest to that. And so, you know, trust me, people are, are are seeking out help. Don't think, you know what I'm saying, and you heard a young woman calling the other night. It's all about you saying, wow, let me, you know, let me take the first step in changing my life. That's all it's about, okay? Take that first step. You know, don't just listen to the show and be like, all right, cool, you know, that's what's up. No, nah, you need to, you know, actually, it's kind of like listening to the sermon and knowing you're not saved, but at the at the altar call, not going to the altar. Don't just be like, oh, yeah, that was a good sermon. No, it's, you got to go the whole step. You got to like, take the next step and go the whole way. All right. One of the things I was talking about online was Facebook, talking about Valentine's Day. What's the topic? How to avoid being played on Valentine's Day. Well, you play yourselves. A lot of y'all are playing yourselves. I look on Facebook. I said online, if you have to let Facebook know that you're over an ex, if you have to update your status to 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 send a subliminal message to someone who's deep down, really not even listening and following you on Facebook and actually is having sex with somebody else, I mean that clearly tells us that you're not over him, you're not over the situation, not only that, but you're deeply affected by the situation. Courtney, from a woman's standpoint, what satisfaction do women get from posting their public business on Facebook directed towards another man who's clearly dealing with other women?
1: That's a good question. I think it's just all about, you know, up front and really trying to fool yourself, you know, because you know deep down that you still have feelings for that person, but it's almost as if you tell but publicly you can, you know, fool yourself. Into thinking that's how you really feel And it's also a failed attempt To try to make that man look bad And um, you know embarrass him Like you want to tell yourself That you're embarrassing him Or making him look bad So you can feel better
0: Right Ladies One of the things you have to understand Is that you cannot embarrass a man Who does not care about you Like you hear a lot lot of women say I'm going to put him on blast you can't put somebody on blast without putting yourself on blast. <clears throat> you understand that? You you know, if if he doesn't care about you, you know, he's that only thing it's gonna do is cause people to look at you and be like, Whoa, like, why are you you talking about him? Like, all right. So you you clearly still have feelings for him. You clearly just had sex with him. Like you clearly, you know, w- really would take him back if he changed his ways. Because that's one of the things that I do in my counseling sessions. I'll actually ask him. I'll say, well, you know, because this is the test. A lot of women will say, well, you know, I'm no, I'm over him. I'm, I'm the, but they're over him based on how he is. But then I said, well, hypothetically, if he changed. Would you take him back? Like if he came back to you, not doing any of the things that pissed you off, not cheating, you know, actually spending time with you, would you forgive him? And then the first thing they always say is, "Well, I just, I know that's not going to happen." And I said, "No, that's that's not what I asked you. I said if he changed, would you take him back? Would you feel well? I mean, I don't know. I'm not maybe, but I I know that wouldn't happen. And they don't understand that that, that says that." You're setting yourself up to get played by the devil. Because if the devil hears you say that, if he hears and says, okay, well, if he ch- appeared to be changed, if he appeared to be a different person, well, then she would take him back, and that would allow me to further keep her emotionally unavailable, keep her from achieving the fruits of the Spirit. Well, then, all right, let me do that. You know what I mean? Think about it. Why would the devil not do that? That's, what, that's when you get that, that call, that's when you get that text. Hey, babe, you know, I apologize. I just want to let you know I was thinking about you. I know I don't have any business being in your life, so I'm going to be Peter Guns and I'm just going to remove myself from your life completely. Come on, Peter. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Panky. You know what I'm saying? He is not going nowhere. That little charade, that little show he put on for y'all at the reunion, he's going to be smashing Tara next week if he hasn't already. You feel what I'm saying? That's some that's listen, I know all about that. You think I've never said them like, look. You know I you deserve better than me. I'm not the man that, you know, I'm, I I got to work on myself. So, you know what? I'm just going to remove myself from the equation and and cuz I don't even want to keep hurting you anymore. You deserve a lot better than me. I'm gonna finally leave you alone. I'm gonna let you do you. I'm gonna let you, you know, just live your life and, you know, I wish you the best. So, Look, I'm just gonna go ahead and delete your number, and you don't, you won't have to worry about hearing from me again. Don't you guys know those panties dropped that night? Don't, I mean, I'm just asking y'all. Do y'all y'all don't understand that? Do y'all know who you're talking to right now? Who you're listening to right now? Don't you understand the level of knowledge that I have, the level of information, the level of games that I can put y'all up on? Do you, I, I give y'all some of the most exclusive, you know, information about men. You know what I mean? And, like, the tricks that y'all fall for, you know, and it's actually crazy. Don't fall for the BS, ladies. Listen to what I'm saying. You know, it's all an attempt attempt to get you back in the bed. And it's that reverse psychology that works every time. It works every time. Courtney, have you ever had a man be like, yo, you know what, Courtney, you, you're too good for me. You know, you, you know, I don't even deserve you. So I know I did you wrong, but just, just go ahead and just, I'll leave you alone.
1: Yeah, but check this out. So <laughs> I'm thinking of a story. That's why they're laughing. Uh, yeah, this guy was telling me how how much he changed and um, just how sorry he was for just how he treated me and, you know, how he's given his life to God. And he even took the Bible out and, started quoting scripture (laughs) every fall, and I'm just like, wow, he's so deep. You know, he has this great relationship with God, and maybe he really is sorry. And I think, well, I I know I had sex with him a couple more times after that. And as soon as I did that, he went right back to being the person he always was.
2: Right.
0: Right. I mean, that's how it goes. That's pretty much what happens.
2: You understand? Know
0: I'm on <laughs> my bad y'all. I'm tripping over in the Friends of the Day Don Tolver Show group. You know, shout out to everybody listening over in the uh, you know, in the group. You know, one of the things that I say is this, man, y I gotta people have to lighten up, man. Because I think what a lot what happens a lot of times is people take themselves too seriously and they take their situations too seriously and, and they allow men to have an an unconditional you know reign over their lives Like you're independent in every other Aspect of your life but then when it Comes to love and dating and relationships Your your emotions are Dependent upon a man If 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 things are good with him Then you're having a good day If things are not good with him you're pissed off at work You're in a bad mood you know You're moody and it's just like You know why give a man that much Control over your life You know things are going good Great Things are going bad You cut all your hair off Like what are you doing? <laughs> Stop cutting your hair off Ladies I told y'all uh, The other day That hair the hairstyle, I didn't, didn't work on Tara She looked so good before but Now she cut all her hair off. I hope that hair grows back For next season Because um, <laughs> I do Man I'm just, I'm just saying You know what? Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing man?
1: I'm oh, sorry It was just funny. funny I don't know Keep going You're just funny sometimes
0: Listen, guys, I'm going to tell you all something. See, and I told you guys this the other night. You know, listen, stop everybody. Short hair is not for everybody. You know, long hair is not for everybody. You got to find, I'm, I'm just going to say this, short hair is for some people. Short hair is, you know, like, but find what works for you. Don't think that just going natural is the best idea for everybody, okay? It's because it's not. And And all men don't like that. You know, some men do, but all men don't. All men don't like, I mean, most, no man likes a weave, but it's about finding that balance. For me, I thought Tara had that nice little balance. It wasn't extra long. It wasn't extra short. But it was, for me, it was just perfect. You feel what I'm saying? And, and I think that that's what, you know, you have to self-reflect on as far as what looks good for you. I, I know that a lot of women are just doing things just to do it. And so, but just be happy. Just be happy and comfortable with you, and do what what makes you feel most comfortable. Okay, don't don't try to conform into what you think society wants. Don't don't try to overanalyze men and what we want. Just do you, you know. And when you do you, ninety percent of the time it'll be the most the best thing for you. Because Courtney, you recently uh, cut your hair and decided to go um, natural. What was the 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 thought process behind that decision?
1: I was. Like, what were you just, smoking
0: when you decided to do not I'm playing with you? I
1: don't know what you're I'm talking playing. about because it works for me. So, <laughs> I know, uh, just. Like,
0: no, Well, <laughs> oh, let me say this though. No, real. let me just say this real quick, Courtney. Courtney is one of those women. Like, I no, I'm just no. You know me. I just messed me. Courtney, I really like your hair. I don't think I've ever really told you, but those twists that you got going on—that's a good look on you. Like, if y'all have if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, go check out some of Courtney's some of Courtney's video blogs, you know what I'm saying, go to her YouTube channel, and that's a good look on her. And, Courtney, I, I, I'll be honest with you. To be honest with you, Courtney, and with you guys, you know me, I'll be real with you, you know. I think Courtney is one of the few women who I've actually seen that work for, uh, see uh, going from longer hair to, you know, natural, you know, like the whole twist type of thing, and it actually working. That's a good look most people tried it you know it's like uh, but that's no, i'm but yeah i know I'm smashing. no that's a good look though Courtney. what uh what were, what were you thinking though what what led to that change
1: well just in a nutshell without being long-winded um relaxers just weren't working for me my hair was very damaged and i wanted to just get rid of the chemicals and because going natural it does make your hair grow faster and it's just a healthier alternative so that's why i did it that that really was why I did it, and it just turns out that it works for me. So um, I'm going to keep it that way, good. natural I mean, I'm going to grow it out, but I'm going to keep it natural.
0: Yeah, that's a good look, definitely. And that's what I'm saying, just what if it works for you, you know, it's going to work for men because the key, and not to make this a whole hair show, but a lot of times, and just in regards to Valentine's Day, a lot of men don't take you seriously because you don't take yourself seriously. When you try to be someone else, you know, it, it that shows, and it comes across being fake, and nobody wants a fake woman. Nobody wants someone who's not comfortable in their own skin. That that shows, guys. You can't hide that. But if you're com- if you're confident and comfortable, then I mean, you you have no choice but to be respected. Something else that I wanted to talk about tonight. I was watching. Um, uh the new or I was watching something you know I know a lot of people have been talking about it on Facebook uh, tiny posted you know last week we 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 reported that t i and tiny had announced their separation t i put some stuff up on his Instagram page, you know, and it was reported that uh you know he was done with the relationship or whatever like that, that was then later taken down. People were saying, oh, it was false. But trust me, that post, you know, was put up there for a reason. We we played this song by T.I. calling Tiny a bitch. And, you know, you talking about, you know you love this life and where else you're going to get this. You can't find another man like me. And da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, so, I mean, T.I. has revealed how he truly feels about his wife. But, and, and, you know, and I think that, T. and this is a re- really good examination of uh, what happens on a larger scale, uh, because what Tiny then did was she said, all right, you're done with me. I'm going to show the world, you know, what I'm working with. I'm going to, you know, I'm I'm obviously not as confident with my looks, you know, so I'm going to go on there and flaunt, you know, what I do have some level of confidence with, which is my butt. Now, T.I. has, I mean, Tiny does have uh, a, a large buttocks, okay, and but what you guys gotta realize is tiny is hideous and revolting, okay, like she's not and i, and I the reason why I say that is because I, cause I feel like everyone can be beautiful, everyone has the potential to be beautiful, but when you have a nasty personality uh when you have low self esteem when you go outside of uh you when you go out of your way to be uh you know a freak you know and, and over-sexualize yourself that's that's disgusting to me you know that's like really nasty like you there you can't be beautiful and be a hoe at the same time you can't be beautiful and and take ass shots on and put them up on Instagram and talking you know you can't do that so that's why i say she's hideous but aside from the fact that she's just not an attractive person to begin with but just you you know what i'm saying like you can be not an attractive person but still be beautiful because of how you carry yourself you can be a uh, not the most uh, You know uh, A beautiful person You know But You know The joy of the Lord Shines through you So obviously You're going to be beautiful You see what I'm saying But obviously That's not the case With Tiny You know And I'm the only person Real enough to say it You know what I'm saying I'll be honest with you You know And I and I, I say some things cause I, A lot of y'all are saying Well hold, hold on Dana. You know? I mean you know, I remember I followed you for a few years, you know, and I seem to remember you doing a show where you actually praised Tiny. You know, and you're right. I keep it 100% real. I have done shows where I've spoken positively about Tiny, but what I've got to realize is different times, you know, guys, they're, they're, that was then and this is now. And I'll be the first person. There have been times I've praised Michelle Obama. There have been times I've praised Barack Obama. But now my eyes are open. Now I see things clearly. And people change. There have been times when I praise Khloe Kardashian and be like, "Wow, you know, I really like the way she treats Lamar." Now she's a hoe. Now she's sitting up there in the club twerking on 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 the game. Like what? Kind of crap. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I'll be the first to say, "Hey, look, either I was wrong, or this is what was said two years ago. This is what I, how I feel now. It is what it is. I'm a stand-up guy. I have no problem admitting different things." You know, but, yeah, Tiny, I mean, no, I have nothing positive to say about her. And I've even said positive things about T.I. as far as how he was portrayed on the show. But at some point, you've really got to look at, you know, what it is as opposed to what it appears to be. Any thoughts on that? I
1: mean, I just want to comment regarding that picture of um, Tiny and um i it's just it's sad, it's really sad how you know we as black women are just really feeling that all we have to show is all all that we are are our bodies, you know, and that I just was very disappointed and disgusted, but mostly disappointed um to see that so that I mean I know that's something totally different, but I just wanted to comment on that part, and I agree with everything um that you said as well.
0: Right, <clears throat> absolutely. Shout out to Latanya. Latanya's in the group, not feeling well. Hope she feels better. You know what I mean. Hopefully, it's not the. Uh, no, I'm just messing. Around. I don't even want to speak that into existence. Latanya's a virgin, so shout out to her. One of the one of the only virgins that I know, and I know a lot of women. She's probably one of. I don't know. I want maybe four. Four virgins that I that I know currently, which is you know, I mean that's that I could even think of, that I could even point to. And believe me, you guys know I know and deal with and work with a lot of women, so I like to celebrate you know actual virgins. Hopefully she's still a virgin. I don't know. I, I ain't talked to Latanya in a minute, so I got <laughs> you might need to you might need to call in just to just to confirm Latanya. I don't know, you know. But as of as of a few months ago, Latanya was a virgin. Shout out to her. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Ladies, let me tell you all this. A couple things I want to tell you. You know, when it comes to Valentine's Day, a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of forgiveness going on. We talked earlier in the show about makeup, Valentine's Day sex. One of the things that I said on Facebook was that you should never give a second chance to someone who was not meant to be in your life in the first place. And that's even one of the quotes that you're going to find in my new book coming out this summer. Uh, how to win the heart of an elite man in 365 days or less. And, you know, I think that that's a big issue with us as a people. You know, there's there's a lot of forgiveness. In fact, a young woman, well, let me see if I can find it real quick. A young woman wrote in a question to the show that I told her I would touch on. She said, um, uh, where the heck is it at? But basically, I'll paraphrase it. She said, in a nutshell, why is it so hard for men to forgive? You know, how come... Um, you know, we as, you know, women will forgive and forgive and forgive, but you as men are so, um, you know, unwilling to forgive. And, uh, you know, and, and that's very true. I found that historically, you know, women tend to forgive a whole heck of a lot more more things than men will. I mean, 90% of the time, you cheat on us. It's a wrap. You know, there is no forgiveness, and, and, and as it should be, you know. I mean, that's I don't believe there are second chances when it comes to that type of stuff. So, um it's just all about having a high level of self-esteem and, and knowing what you want, but, but also having the understanding of what the, the Word speaks about in regards to the desires of your heart. It says when you delight yourself in the Lord, He'll give you the desires of your heart. So if someone is not the desire of your heart, what, I'm not saying you shouldn't forgive them, but I'm saying why are you going to continue to be with them? You see what I'm saying? You can forgive somebody without taking them back into your bed without having unprotected sex with them. Is that something you can agree with, Courtney?
1: Yes. I can agree with that.
2: Yeah, I
0: mean, you know, and, and ladies, I'm just telling you all, a lot of that has to do with a fear of being alone, a fear of starting over, a fear in fact we did a show probably one of my personal favorite shows one of the deepest shows one of the most biblically sound shows that we've ever done was how to overcome the attacks and the lies of the devil remember the satan show with the big old red demon face on the on the flyer
2: mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that, i know that was a yeah that was a classic show from back in the day i mean not even back in the day like what last year and we, what we did was we talked about the t- the top ten lies. Uh, many people who, who have gone through private counseling with me uh, know that we've worked on this in great detail, is, is how to identify and overcome the lies of the enemy. You know, because a lot of times the lie that you will be single forever, the lie that you're unworthy of love, the lie that all men are dogs, the lie that you will be single forever indefinitely, you know these are all these are all lies from the enemy. You know, and sp and so that show just Google that if you didn't if you happen to not catch it, uh, how to overcome the attacks of, of the devil, and um, you know on the date on show and it should pop right up for you. But you know these are things and one scripture that I, I would share with you is uh, um, 2 Timothy one seven says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but instead of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I think that, you know, that that scripture often gets lost when you're going through trials and tribulations. You know, when you are, you know, uh, having to make the decision on on Saturday after Valentine's Day, say, okay, yeah, he played me, yeah, he stood me up, yeah, he said he would call me, I called him, I didn't hear from him all night, but he said his phone died, should I believe the lie, should I fall for the BS, or do I allow him back Saturday afternoon? When you're trying to, the the reason why anyone, you know, who who would allow someone back would be because they're dealing with a fear of being alone. Because the alternative of not forgiving him means going back to the club, means going back to lonely Friday nights. But what you've got to realize is there's more to life than that. There's more that you can do other than going back to the bars and creating the online profile on, uh, on uh, Christian Mingle. Say the heck with these other guys. I'm gonna go on Christian Mingle. Why? Why on the the advertisement for Christian Mingle do they got the women with the cleavage out? You ever see oh, that?
2: Wow. Yo, I never go, noticed that.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Go go to go to Christian dot com right now. And well, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's there. But matter of fact, we can go there together. Hold on, Christian. Hold on, we can do it together. Christian Mingle dot com in front of my laptop. ChristianMingle.com. dot <laughs> com. You know what I'm saying? No, we no, just
2: gonna
0: man, do it together. No. <laughs> we're gonna do it together. All right, we got we got a, a married couple here. I know that. Let's see, that seems to be the only picture that we can see right now. I know that when you go to Facebook, though, when they got the because if you notice they had on this actual site, it's like a happy, loving picture. But when they got the little pop up ads that be popping up, when I'm trying to log into my page, it says, you know, I see the cleavage popping out. I'm like, whoa, Christian Mingle. Okay. You see what I'm saying? It's all ridiculous. It's just ridiculous stuff. You know what I'm saying? So don't let anything or anybody make a mockery of of how things should be. All right, guys. What else can we talk about tonight in regards to Valentine's Day, Courtney? What's on your mind? What what what? what, what you know what I'm saying? What are some ways? What are some things as a woman that you would like to look out for, or help like to help and encourage women to look out for?
1: That's a good question. I feel like we covered um, a lot, just the game playing that men will do um, around Valentine's Day. Uh, a lot, we'll see, what happened to me <laughs> um, was a guy was um, playing games with me, and he, um, and I actually, this is another situation, but we um, we didn't spend Valentine's Day, was like either the day before or the day after, but um, what a lot of men will do, they'll try to butter you up just to, you know, reel you back in so they knew they they didn't spend that day with you. This one guy will even um, was like, yeah, you know, I know I didn't spend this time with you, but, um, you know, I want to make up for it. Let me come to your house and and meet your mom. And it was crazy. And he turned into someone totally different, just like um, gentleman. It was unlike anything that I had ever experienced. And, you know, just like that, that's what men will do. You know, play those types of games, and it it works
0: absolutely, you know it definitely works and one of the things I gotta realize is as a man, you have to understand that the only reason for lies or for lies uh for games for manipulation, the only reason for any of those things is specifically and exclusively for sex that's it. There's nothing. tell I me, mean, think about it. There's nothing else that we get from you know playing with your emotions or you know doing any type of craziness other than the possibility of getting you back into bed. That's it that's it guys i mean what else what else could it be? You know what I'm saying that's because if you notice the end result is always just that like Courtney said it was you know they were buttering you up buttering you up so they could lotion you down and, you know, those panties, undo the bra, you know, get it on and popping. It's cold out here in Philly. A lot of women think, erroneously, that just because a man spends, you know, uh, a, a week straight with you, oh, my gosh, we've been spending all this time together, we're bonding, we're getting closer. No, it's just that... It's a blizzard here, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a snowstorm. I mean, who wants to be snowed in alone? I mean, I mean, just think about it, guys. Be I I think back to my bachelor days. I mean, I lived the epitome of a bachelor lifestyle. Like I, I had a good job. I had a nice apartment. Had drove a nice car. You know, I was chilling. You know, yeah, You know, I paid my electric bill. Yeah, the heat worked. Yeah, I had my cable on. Yeah, I could have chilled. But did I want to be sitting up, you know, in my nice bachelor pad alone? Or would I rather be up under the, my... my I, you know, I had a nice bed, a nice little comfortable bed, but some nice sheets. But there's something about a woman's bed that just... Y'all, I don't know what y'all do, man. Is it like the... Y'all <laughs> spray it with something? I mean, do y'all put the little a carton thing up under the mattress to make it I mean like it's just super soft and and it smells good and the sheets are extra fluffier. I don't know what the heck y'all do, but there's something about being able to chill at your place, you know, that just is so appealing, more appealing than than it is for our place. And for many bachelors, that's what they they seek out. So, especially during this time of year, you guys gotta understand that. Hmm. Let's see. Go home and have a, a a Stouffer's lasagna that's been sitting in my freezer. You know, put that thing in there for like seven minutes and have that for dinner with some water or some Kool Aid or some some iced tea that I got from the corner store or at, or go over to your crib and have some nice gourmet entree fixed for me. Like, hmm. Let's see. I think I'll go to your place. I'm just saying, there's something about a woman's place. So all I'm saying is, don't mistake, you know, the fact that you keep a nice home, you know, for genuine interest. Because you know the sex is going down, so that's just icing on the cake. He can go there, he can chill, have a nice place outside of his crib. He can chill. He can get a good meal. He can get some good sex. Have that nice, comfortable bed you're sleeping. Go take a shower in your nice, you know, aroma filled. Y'all got all types of lavender stuff. Y'all got the, <laughs> the stuff that y'all put on the back of the toilet seat, the the you know what's it called, Courtney? You know what I'm talking about. The uh you know the Yeah, stuff that I makes know what it.
2: I don't know what called. Yeah. yeah,
0: I forget the name of it. It has one of those weird names or something that'll come to me later, but y'all know what y'all do. Y'all shower, y'all got the, the smell goods up in there, the you know, the shower gel. The, the nice scrungy We be sneaking and using your scrungy just because it smells good. You know what I'm saying? Y'all like, oh, that's nasty. You be, you be, Yeah, I stole your scrungy You know what I'm saying? I used it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Men, men, we use washcloths. We don't use those things. But, you know, except when mm-hmm. we're at your crib. I'm just being real with y'all. We, we do a lot of stuff that y'all don't know we do when we're up in your crib. You know what I'm saying? But these are the reasons why men take this cold out here. It's cold. It's a blizzard. I live in Philly. It's a blizzard. We got like 10, 12 inches. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Courtney's up there in Chicago. You know, a lot of y'all independent women got nice cribs. Valentine's Day, how to avoid being played on Valentine's Day. If he ain't your man, he shouldn't be chilling at your crib. Y'all got dudes that you just met having keys to your crib, spending weeks at your crib. You know, what's all that about? When a man is spending that much time at the crib, you know, that condom, that condom has been gone. If, <laughs> if it was ever on at all. You know what I'm saying? It's just raw, raw dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all want to talk about how to avoid being played on Valentine's Day? Stop letting them hit it raw. That's, that's you know, start there. Start by not letting them hit at all. I mean, let's take it back to the Bible. Don't let them hit. Don't have sex with them. A lot of people assume that just because it's Valentine's Day, that you know, sex it just is a, a foregone conclusion that sex is going down. It doesn't have to be. Just because he takes you out or or comes by your crib with some uh, with the, the 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 you know the Forrest Gump box of chocolates, that doesn't mean that you got to you know uh, sacrifice your Christianity. You know, you were saved and sanctified. Sunday, what happened to all that? You know what I mean? We, we did a classic barbershop talk on, you know, Christian women who, you know, who turn into freaks on Friday nights. That was one of the realest shows. That was one of the realest. Me, Marv, James, Lewis. That was one of the realest shows we've ever done. So, but, you know, it's. I mean, Courtney, I mean, you know how it goes. There was a time where you, you know, would, would have wanted men to believe that you were Something that you were not—you were not necessarily being consistent with. Can we put it like that?
1: What are you saying? <laughs>
0: that you were a freak. <laughs> that you were a closet freak yeah. that tried to act like you weren't.
1: Yes. Yeah, I was. You know, I was trying to act like I was, you know, a good girl, and, um, but it was something totally different behind closed doors. Absolutely. Something totally different. Yeah. What, I
0: mean, what what was it? What, what I mean, let's be honest, Courtney, that realness I was talking about at the beginning of the show, let's hear some of it. What exactly, how exactly did you come off?
1: Well, I just came off, you know, as a whole. So, yeah, I would act like a good girl in public, but, you know, when they came over, it was, you know, like a lot of, you, a lot of um, women do, as you talked about, like answering the door is basically no clothes on, just playing those types of games, um doing I used to like, I used to have men like take pictures of me like photo shoots in my underwear. It was like silly stuff like that. What the heck? like I was someone totally yeah, I know I was someone totally different. It was just like, but at the same time, the funny part is even though I was doing all of that, I wasn't even having sex with the majority of them, you know, I would only let it go, but so far, I think I just liked the attention that I was receiving. So I felt like I had to take my clothes off to get that, you know, to feel good about myself because the attention that I received from them. That's what it was always about.
0: Mm. Photo shoots in your underwear. That's,
1: yeah.
0: That's crazy. Th- this is crazy. One of my favorite scriptures of all time, is, and it really does um, kind of um, just confirm everything that we're saying tonight in, in regards to this topic, it says, in 1 Corinthians 5.1 says, Now it's been reported that there's sexual immorality amongst you. So terrible, in fact, that not only... A he- that Excuse me, that even the heathen... Not only... I'm sorry, I'm messing it all up. It's actually been reported amongst you so terrible that not even the heathen would be guilty of it. Not even a man who's sleeping with his own stepmother... Wouldn't do the type of things that some of you would do. That's crazy, right there, and and that but that's what the Bible says. That's what you know, speaking about believers, and I can co-sign that because the things that so-called Christian women have done, you know I'm and I'm not judging because I was doing it with them, but I'm just saying the thing that Christian women have done is it has been on a level that not even the most of the, the 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 most heathenists, if that's even a word, would be guilty of. And that's first first Corinthians one or excuse me, five and one. Check that out when you get some time. One of my all time favorite scriptures. Okay. A young woman asked a question. She wrote in to Ask at trctoday.com. She said, Dadon, how long should it be before a man decides to propose to a woman? Oftentimes women, um, oftentimes women don't know when they're being strung along. That's a huge fear of mine, being stuck and not knowing when to get out. Well, great answer to that question. Great, first of all, great question. I love all questions that come. Um, but the answer to the question is that, you know it it's it doesn't it's not going to make sense one of the things that i always say if if his story doesn't fit don't let him hit you know what i'm saying because when you, t- you you can take away you can't be strung along by a man let's just be honest you know who you're not having sex with the whole point of stringing a woman along 99.9% of the time is specifically and exclusively for sex that's the whole point you remove the sex then you remove the man who's stringing you along, so that's the first thing as far as we like on our head on our side you know we're gonna have uh we're gonna propose to you relatively quickly you know once we realize that you're the woman that we want to spend the rest of our lives with well then the the process for for solidifying that with her engagement ring with you know some form of wedding plan that's gonna that's gonna be like clockwork there's no need to wait. You know, you don't need to wait if you if you already have found the woman that you that you're looking for. You go ahead and wife her up. That's you know it doesn't take five years to realize you got a great woman on your hands. That's that's the only case when you're going through things. That's what, you'll never find two people who've been together with no marriage without being on and off at some point. They've broken up as I promise you that they may not admit it to you, but they've gone through some things that said, all right, you know, what, we're going to just go our separate ways." They may have come back, but trust me, there was some sex in between there with other people. there was some time spent now that's whether you realize that or are aware of that or not, but trust me it's it's happened because that length of time is specifically because that person is unfamiliar or unsure about what they you know what, what direction they want to go in with you. So to answer the question, how long should it be? I mean, it's not about the time frame. It's about how you're getting along. It's about how he's treating you. You'll know when it's right. If it ain't right, then it ain't right, and it's not going to be right. A lot of people are waiting on these relationships to get right. Guess what? If it ain't right, it ain't going to get right. I do very, 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 very little relationship counseling uh, as far as couples go. I do it. You know, i got an office up there on City Line Avenue. If you're here in Philadelphia or anywhere close to it, come see me, you know. But I'm just saying I do very little of it. Most of my counseling is teleconferencing with women around the world, women looking to pre- uh, prepare themselves to be found. That's what I specialize in because that's, what, that's how it's done right. If you're coming to me with issues and lack of trust and he cheated and he cheated, like you're probably not supposed to be together to begin with. I'm probably one of the very few counselors who will actually tell you guys that without taking your money and BSing you for about seven to eight weeks, you shouldn't be together. That's the whole point. That's why you're going through things, because that's not the man, that's not the woman that God has for you. And if you took the time to actually ask God, hey, God, is this the man that God has for you, he's going to give you confirmation. He's going to do it. But you're, the, the problem is, you're not asking because you don't want to hear from God because you don't want to hear the truth because you want to continue having sex with him. You want to con- continue having sex with her. I'm not pointing the finger. I'm talking about myself. I did the same thing one time. I told y'all that story about the library. You heard that story before, Courtney, right?
1: I'm sure I have. I don't recall. I'll tell it, y'all
0: again. Re- yeah, I'll tell y'all again real quick. See, a lot of y'all, y'all think I just like to point the finger. I'm not, listen, half this stuff, I'm talking about me. When I say not, you know, not listening to God, I'm talking about me not listening to God, me almost sacrificing my whole future, you know, because I wanted to be stubborn and ignorant and, and, and disobedient to God. There was this one time I was dealing with this woman back in college who remained nameless, but um, it was a, a horrible situation after a certain point, And, I came to the conclusion, I'm like, wow, I got to get out of this, like, this is crazy, but I was being stubborn, I said, you know what, God, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and um, I'm going to ask you for your opinion on this matter, even though I already knew the case, knew the answer, but I was like, you know, if this is, you know, a, a situation where you want me to remove myself from, I need a sign, okay. I said and I don't I'm not talking about, you know, some type of crazy sign or no some type of like, you know, hidden message. I'm talking about I want something definitive. I want something blatant and something very specific even. And I want it right now. I want it tonight. And I know you're not supposed to talk to God. You're not supposed, but I told God that I said, God, I want, I want this decision tonight. I want confirmation tonight. I'm not trying to go through another five weeks while I'm waiting for an answer, God. I said I want this situation tonight, and God heard me. We had that type of relationship, and I there was a situation with. And it, it's interesting because I was very specific, and I said, God, you know, there's another young woman who I. Had liked or I you know Who I had on my mind at that time And I had asked God I said You know God If I'm not supposed To be with this woman who I'm with From this walk I was walking across campus I said From this point by the time I get to The other my destination I want you to Have me run into this other Young woman and I said said, If and it was about maybe 11 o'clock At night something crazy you know, I'm walking across campus by myself, very few people out on campus that night. And I said, well, look, I mean, I said, guy, that's what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's the test. That's going to be my confirmation. And, uh, and I was walking across campus, and I remembered that I had a test that I, I needed a book for. So I said, uh, you know, to study for or whatever. And I said, all right, well, let me stop in the library, pick up this book on my way home. Library closed at midnight that night. Long story short, I'm going to find this book. I find the book. And I just happened, and out the corner of my eye, look over in one of the aisles, sitting in between the the you know the uh, the aisle at one of the little desks. Who was it? Who was in the in the library, Courtney, sitting in between, hidden in between the pillars?
1: It was the woman that she wanted to meet that night.
0: Right. It was the woman. Who I had specifically asked God to use. Not saying that I was going to be with this woman or have some type of romantic, but He was going to use her to give me the confirmation, and and there that was that all I'll, I'll always remember that story because if, I mean I know it's one thing for me to tell this story, but I'm telling you if you ha- if you were there like if you were like in it you would be amazed. I mean that was nothing but God. I mean there was no one on campus. She might have been the only other person in the library at eleven fifty seven on that night and the 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 library closed three minutes and it was just crazy. And I was like, wow. I was like, wow, like God really just spoke to me blatantly. But the crazy that's not the that's not the crazy thing about the story. The craziest part about the story, Courtney, is that do you think that even after having that confirmation that I went and ended the relationship with the young woman who I was dealing with? You didn't? <laughs> of course I didn't. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's wow. that's the, the craziest part about the story is that even after, and I'm talking about me personally, you know, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I know everything I'm talking about because I've lived it. I'm saying that even after having 100% confirmation from God that I was being disobedient, that I was not with the person that I was supposed to be with, I still did the opposite. And as a result, all hell broke loose in that situation. If you guys didn't hear about that or don't understand what I'm talking about, you might want to read my book, The Love We Had, which is in stores now right at Get it on Amazon, on Kindle It's, it's a 99% Or I'll say about 80% True story about my life You see what I'm saying? That's why I write these books That's why I do these shows So you guys can see the realness Okay But that's what You know what I'm saying? And so all I'm saying is When you ask God for confirmation He will give you confirmation But you've really got to be Spiritually mature enough to ask, to ask to, to hear it and then to be obedient to it. So in regards to Valentine's Day, you, you just just do that. Just tonight, before Valentine's Day, before eleven before eleven fifty nine tonight, actually sit down and pray. You know, God. You know, do I even need to be going on this Valentine's Day date tomorrow? Do I even need to be trying to hunt him down, chase him down? Because it's evident that he's not really the man that you want for me. You know, to be with. That would be my advice Would you say that you've been guilty of Praying about something But then not You know being obedient and listening
1: Yes Prayed about situations um, With guys and You know um, Asking guys to Reveal that man's true character To me and You know the guy would reveal it To me and let me know that You know he only wanted me for sex but I didn't listen to God, even though it was just so obvious and it was shown to me. I kept dealing with that guy, and as a result, things got worse and worse. It it was like even worse than before.
2: Right. Well,
0: that's what happens. See, that's and that's a great point. That's what happened with me and the the, the young woman. Things got worse, And, and that's what happened with you guys. Things will never get better because imagine that guy that you had the baby with. Just imagine. I mean, and I'm not, you know, children are a blessing, but just imagine maybe if you would have left when you actually wanted to leave, when you actually initially realized that he was not the person that you wanted to spend the rest of your life with, but you stayed another six months, and in that six months you got pregnant. In that six months you got herpes, you got chlamydia, you, you know, got punched in the face. Or or or, what, or whatever happened You know, whatever happened It could have been avoided if you were obedient What happened to me, which I won't go into detail with Y'all can read the book But, you know, that could have been avoided So, this is real stuff That's basically all I really wanted to talk about tonight A couple other things, you know what I'm saying I'm surprised I got everything I really wanted to talk about out the way um, In such a short amount of time But that's good we're going to wrap it up early tonight. One one last topic, though, that I did want to touch on was one of the, and I talk about this show. I've talked about it a couple of times. There's a show I'm watching uh, entitled Sleeper Cell. And, uh, you know, I talk about a lot of different shows, but this is, happens to be one show that, like, I have my wife and I have our shows. Uh, she has her shows. And then I have my shows. And uh, this happens to be one of my shows, and it's Sleeper Cell starring Michael Ealy. I was just, Watching it the other day And I'm just like It only lasted two seasons On Showtime But it's about American terrorists Well I shouldn't say American terrorists But Well yeah American citizens Who actually happen to be Terrorists You know Working with Like Al-Qaeda But it's like Super real Like if y'all think Shows like Homeland are real And You know This is like Ten times better than Homeland And uh, It's not better than 24 But it's on those same You know Along those same lines but it's a very good show starring a black man. And I'm just amazed at how uh, little that I heard about this show when it was on. It was on Showtime. But I'm like, wow, this is this is Michael Ely. You know, this is like the, the the guy right now who these ladies go crazy for. This guy got green eyes or blue eyes, whatever the heck color his eyes are. You know what I'm saying? Ladies go crazy about him. But I'm like, hold on. Most, when I talk about this show, I'm like, hold on. You got women watching Scandal. But this is an actual show where this guy is, is actually positive. He's an undercover, you know, FBI agent stopping terrorism. This is like a black man who's like saving the world from nuclear disaster. You know what I'm saying? Something. He's an attractive guy. If y'all wanna watch something that you know have some eye candy, y'all know how y'all do. I mean, that this, it like would be great. On all levels for y'all Like it's an entertaining show You know he's a a nice looking guy I mean I'm like wow How come more black women Don't support this show Or or didn't support this show When it was on And I'm like oh okay Ding 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 I get it Because his main uh, His his love interest in the show His girlfriend in the show Is actually a white woman You know what I'm saying But it's not just any white woman It's a white woman Who actually supports him who, you know, loves him, who trusts him, and who goes out of her, her way to, you know, uh, you know, make try to make the relationship work, and uh, it's a very interesting show. And and unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, it's it's sad because I know that a lot of the the reasons why shows like Scandal or Grey's Anatomy are more popular than than shows like that. I mean, you look at the On paper, you would think that it would be a hit in the black community, but it wasn't, you know, and the reason for that, I mean, I'm I'm sure if they had, you know, a a black, you know, maybe if it was a black woman or maybe if he was a white man with a white, I mean, who knows what the formula could have been, but what it is, is it's just not being supported, and it wasn't supported, and that's a problem. And all I would say is, you know we just aired a, a rebroadcast of our special on interracial dating and the real reasons why black men are dating white women, the real reasons that black women are seeking out white men. You know, definitely check that out if you missed it because um, you know we can't be like that. There's nothing wrong with interracial dating, but you should not be afraid of interracial dating. It should not piss you off. You should not not support something just because it features someone that doesn't look like you. That's just my thoughts on. I just wanted to, you know, just an interesting observation. If you if it's it's on Netflix, that's how I watch it. And there's I'm telling you straight up. I'm telling you straight up. There's no explanation. There's no pl- plausible reasoning for anyone to like a show like, let's say, Scandal, or Grey's Anatomy, but not like, not watch something like that. Because it's a, I mean, it, the plot, I mean, it's a ten times better plot. It's, you know, the actors are better. Everything is better. It still has that government conspiracy type of, you know, plot to it. So, I mean, on that level, on so many levels, it's like, it's just, it, there's no reason. So, any thoughts on that, Courtney?
1: Yeah, because, you know what I'll say? I'm Honestly, before you mentioned it, I hadn't heard of the show either. <laughs> like most people. I did not hear about that at all. And um you're right, it is amazing that a lot of black women do cling to the scandal, shows and um being Mary Jane. And it just proves that unfortunately there's a lot of black women there that are hurting and and have not healed from, you know, past relationships to the point where it's damaged their self esteem. Because I feel like that's the root of, of everything. Uh, or in regards to how they feel about these TV shows. You know, I think a lot of people look at Olivia Pope, and because her situation is glamorized, yeah she's a side chick, but it's glamorized, so in the minds of a lot of black women, it makes them feel like, oh, you know, I've won because now I have a white man. You know, since this black man didn't do me right, at least I have, you know, a white man that's successful. It just creates this, you know, uh, fantasy. And it's just very unfortunate. So, you know, I just... Um, I really hope that we can just heal um, From what what's happened in the past And just move forward You know,
0: and, you know, and Courtney that's, that's a great way to put it You know, healing from the past Healing from what you've been through No matter, and, and this tonight show Was specifically on, you know Dating and, and relationships And, you know, how to avoid being played On Valentine's Day You know, but, and I'm just telling you It all starts with you You know, it starts with have you healed if you haven't healed from what somebody did to you four valentines days ago five valentines days ago you don't need to have a date set up for tomorrow okay if you're single now if you're single this year obviously you're going to be single on this valentines day but what i'm you're going i mean that's just what it's going to be you're going to be single and you're pro- and you should be alone however you don't have to be single next valentines day you don't have to be single the following year, start the process of, of healing. Start the process of understanding men. Start the process of molding yourself into the best possible woman, the perfect wife, and then so that you can be found sometime next year. There's nothing wrong with that, but until you actually start the process, you know, it's you're never going to take that first step. You're never going to... Um, you know, get what you want unless you take the first step. So call the number eight five five fifty five date on if you've been listening. You want to take advantage of our uh, Valentine's Day special. All packages are fifty percent off uh, for a limited time. Last uh, month we did a, a free a free first month uh, this year. This season we're doing this uh, Valentine's Day season. We're doing fifty uh, percent off. So definitely take advantage of that and um, you know take the first step in changing your life. I'm going to get ready to roll out of here. Um, Courtney, excellent job tonight. Um, Courtney also does counseling. If you want her to, uh, you know, counsel, you give you a free emotional availability assessment, uh, go ahead and and reach out to her. And uh, Courtney at trctoday.com. She also has a new book coming out this, uh, you know, this summer also. Keep you posted on that. Look out for my new book, How to Win the Heart of an Elite Man in 365 Days or Less. Going to change the whole world. Um, you know, get get the love we had if you haven't already read it The world's greatest novel And um, that's what it is, man Just And you just love yourselves, you know One last thing that I'll say is that You know, one of the things that the Word says, in fact Just in regards to Valentine's Day In regards to love Is over in Mark uh, twelve thirty verse 31 Which says, and you shall love the Lord your God With all your heart And with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this: you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And that's Mark twelve thirty and thirty one. And I I wanted to share that just to close tonight's show out specifically because when it comes to Valentine's Day, when it comes to hurt. Pain, resentment, bitterness You see a lot of women, you see a lot of men even Giving so much of themselves, you know, to another That they lose themselves, you know And that's not what we're supposed to do We're supposed to give ourselves and our souls and our minds and our hearts to God And not a man Don't ever give all that stuff to a man You know what I'm saying? You give that to God and he will give you a man Okay, you can't, you know, some of y'all be going crazy. That that psycho behavior, the cutting up of the clothes like Tara did to Peter Guns and Angela Bassett and waiting in, a, in a ex- exhale, Jasmine Sullivan, bust the windows out your car, Keisha Cole's Trust and Belief, all these psycho songs, all these, this psycho behavior that exists in the community is specifically because you did what this verse said not to do. You gave all your love and your, your soul and your heart to a man you know, and and which consumed your mind and took away your strength, you know, when in reality that's what you should have gave the Lord. All right, guys, so take those words of wisdom and listen to this uh, this song because this is all, this is real love right here. Y'all talking about all this other stuff, Valentine's Day, this is the real love that we should have. I'll talk to y'all tomorrow night. Peace.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Young people, it's nothing wrong with dancing for Jesus. But so we can't forget where we come from.
2: So if you don't mind, let's have a little church right now. Something about that name Thank you, Jesus. Listen. Something about the name Jesus. Something about the name Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. It is the sweetest, sweetest, name, sweetest, sweetest name, I name. I know. I, know. Love. Oh, I love. Oh, oh, how I love the name. Oh, how I love oh, the name. Oh, Come on and lift your hands and say it, it with is me. It is the sweetest oh, name, oh, name. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I know. Listen to this right here. Some people say I'm crazy, but oh, I can't explain, no, no, the power that I feel, oh, when I call your name, when I call your name, said it's just like for Oh, oh, shut up in my bones.